35 with salary or vice whatever. But he yeah. got yeah, for 75 fucking million this year. Yo, we what up? This year. This is forfeit. We're shitting on the Cowboys like everyone else in America. As you were, gentlemen. Well, we got. I mean, it's, it's insert part, please. I, I mean, I, I, what I, well, and I, and I did hear, I heard on uh, Pro Football Talk that uh, one of our colleagues, Mike Florio, was talking about how there was some whispers, but, you know, nothing concrete that would Jerry try to trade Dak for Kyler Murray? Because Kyler. After last night? No, thanks. Yeah, uh, right. There's another no, gear in the headlights. But, you know, that's the other thing that he's getting ripped for, Kyler, that was he making business decisions, not scrambling, because he wanted a new deal already in place this year. He went, and, and Arizona didn't give it to him, so he didn't want to go out like, you know, Buda Baker. You know, Isn't got, he a second-year player? That's his third year, I'm pretty sure. I thought it was his third year. I could be wrong, though. I, mean, I think he, 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 they, didn't, they didn't play. I mean, talk about laying a goose egg. No, and, and this is going to be – I'll let you guys go. This is – I never – I mean, I, not, I mean, I should say never. I, I always wanted to root for Jalen. But the fact that Kyler Murray is getting a pass from every single national media member saying this was a learning experience and you can't put this on him and you're going to build from this. When everybody Jalen played a dog shit game, but he still played better than he still he still played better than Kyler did. And the fact that Jalen gets no support as well, what's how are we gonna do? And yeah, he only beat, you know, he only beat a bunch of crappy teams down the stretch. Like that has fortified my support for Jalen to be like, this is absolute dog shit that Kyler Murray's never been in the playoffs. This is his third year in the league, finally gets in, gets embarrassed by divisional team that they beat earlier in the year. Jalen, yes, played bad, but I put half of that more, – more than half that game on the coaching staff for not getting this team prepared properly. And for him to not get, like, any support from these same media guys, like, I'm literally 100% all in behind Jalen now. Like, it is absolutely ridiculous that he does not get any kind of – well, you know, he had 26 touchdowns this year, combined rushing and passing, you know – Set an Eagles franchise record for rushing quarter, you know, rushing touchdowns. You know, took a team that was two and two and what we two and six, and and so it's just like the fact. And Jesse said it earlier: the fact that he was a second round pick means he gets zero zero leeway. Yeah, and I'm looking at at I'm looking at Kyler's team. His offense is stacked compared to what um, the the Eagles are working with. Yeah, Zach Hurts. What else do you need? Well, I mean, you got you got you got you got Kirk. You got well, Nuke being that. I mean, Nuke was their Nuke is a big loss. But if you want to be a forty million dollar quarterback, I'm not saying I say you, you you have to beat the Rams. The Rams are built for Super Bowl. I mean, that's obvious. But again, like with the Eagles, because that was one of the Dan Patrick poll questions today was what team in the playoffs looked least prepared to be there. And Eagles won at 40% for, like, shouldn't shouldn't have been there. And, like, they weren't trashing them. But, like, everybody calling in or on the show was like, well, yeah, I mean, Kyler played a Super Bowl contender in the Rams and on the road. And fucking Jalen played the GOAT on the road. Yeah. And he gets gets nothing. Why? Because he was a second-round pick and all the, you know, all the professional scouts don't grade him at a high level. So he gets nothing. So – I will say now he 100% has my support. I want nothing more for him to go off next year 
and right. just stick this ball up everybody's ass because it's such bullshit that nobody could step back and just be like, Jalen did a lot with nothing as well on offense, a lot. And yes, we were a running team, but that's not our fault that we played to our, our his fault that we played to our strengths. So it just, I am like really, really out on like every national media guy because the fact that they're all, the only one that kind of did it was Colin Cowher was like, you got to bring him back. The kid, you know, the team rallied around him. Like, he's a good cat. He's the only guy that I heard today that gave any respect to Jalen and be like, you got to give him another chance. You know, you played hurt and this, that, and the other. Like, so, but everybody else, go fuck yourself. Jalen's my quarterback. Here's a question, right? So, talking about quarterbacks this offseason, there's huge question marks with Russell Westbrook, uh, Russell, Westbrook Russell Wilson, okay. and, and uh, Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you were Aaron Rodgers, we'll just use Aaron Rodgers for now. Are you going to any team in the NFC? Let's not, and let's not like, oh yeah, we're Eagles fans. Oh yeah, well, of course we'd want him. But like realistically, if you're Aaron Rodgers at the top of your game, and, and let's also preface this with if he wins a Super Bowl this year, we might he might ride out to the sunset, right? He's got other things going on, Jeopardy. State more State Farm commercials. He might want to do it just to stick it to Green Bay. Fair, right? And he and he could. So my question, to you guys, is: Would you stay in the NFC, or would you wouldn't you go to the AFC? That's tricky because he's supposedly linked to the to the Broncos. Because I mean, the Broncos have a really win now roster minus the quarterback. But now you got to play Mahomes and Herbert twice. Derek Carr possibly if he stays, and then you got to get through Josh Allen and Joe Burrow. Like if I'm a 40 year old Aaron Rodgers, yeah, you got Judy and Sutton, Patrick and Fan. You got a great running game. You have an elite defense. But I don't like. Why do you think Brady chose? I mean, if you're talking about it today, like why did Brady choose the Bucks? Because he wanted to get the hell out of the AFC because he had to deal with Mahomes and Josh Allen and everybody over there, and he knew if I can get past a Rod, I'll own this conference for a couple years. And he went through a loaded team with a good coach, and he has every chance in the world to repeat this year. So to answer your question, John, I think he would stay in the NFC, but it would be like Aaron cutting off his nose to spite his face because you're leaving a good coach, a solid franchise. They're already saying they're going to, no matter what, they're going to franchise Devontae, so he's going to be back one more year. So, like, why? Where would you go, Bill? Where Then where would you go in the NFC? Because I'm getting to a point here that I, I literally – like I had an epiphany yesterday watching the game and, and I want to, I want to talk about it. Like where, if you're Aaron Rodgers, fine. You're, you're not going to the AFC. You're saying you're going to the NFC. Where are you going? The only team I would think about and it would never happen is number one. I, 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 I think just roster wise, maybe the Cowboys, but I don't know how they would pull that off. You know I don't think I mean? they can with the cap. Like, I would that, say, yeah, it's probably unreal. That team is just loaded. He's in the division. He could walk his way through and get 13 wins. And, you know, so, I, but, and, and you got McCarthy there. I don't know if there's bare blood already. You know, if there's any bad blood there. But I don't see how they could pull that off. I mean, the Cowboys. But about I mean, San Francisco? They, he possibly could. That's where he wanted to go. But apparently he's, like, not happy that they didn't make a deal. They tried to get him. So, like, and he's quirky. But, again, you know. They called up again and said, hey, we want you. He's got Debo, AU. The, the, I mean, he's got a squad over there, too. So, no, San Fran's a good choice. San Fran's a really good choice. But the, the, the thing with San Fran is you've got Garoppolo and you've got a guy who you traded up for. And then Garoppolo, take- 
after this year, off the, no more guaranteed money though. I'm almost, I'm pretty sure that's why they. But I don't know. You traded up to three to get a quarterback, so you've got him. You've got Garoppolo. You're, you're not going to get a return on those, on that to then be able to allow you to then go and get. Rodgers, like another team that would have made sense before was the Rams, a stacked team. But yeah, you know what? I, I know this past year that what they were saying is Green Bay just would not let him go. Like they were getting offered everything under the sun and Green Bay was like, we will have him. Re- well, I mean, that's what I mean. You're, you're talking about it. Like I think yesterday, that's why he didn't retire. Cause they're like pretty much called a buff, like fucking retire Aaron. Cause we're not going to release you. Like you got to retire. Cause you're a Packer. Like, and I think, I would be utterly shocked if if they let him go or traded him in any way because he, he's on the contract still. So I think they have all the cards, and he's upset, I saw, because he wants to get, like, a four-year, $160 million extension So he, because he's 39 and 38, and he thinks he can play into his 40s as well, and he might be able to. He looks great. But the Packers historically don't like paying guys like that. They believe in their system. I mean, Jordan loves a bust, but I mean, that team, I mean, you look at it, 80% of that starting roster, they drafted and nurtured, you know, and that's like how, that's how they do business. And they're not going to let Aaron bully them. So it's once, once again, it's, you know, the NFL guy trying to be like the NBA and divas and control the league. But it's kind of nice to see a team be like, no, man, you signed a contract. Like, this is our deal. You know, if you get hurt, we pay you still. If you play bad, we pay you still. I'm sorry you're not like, you know, you, you feel butthurt, but but it's also I, I run by a pretty decent committee up there too. It's not like just one guy. Well and also know? don't I mean, the fans are like aren't the fans ownership too? Like they the like whole the, city, they, yeah, the whole city of Green Bay. I mean you could I mean I I I would love to go there for an Eagles game one time. That'd be that'd be no, a good go to. No, th- no thanks. It's too far. In, in the in the summertime, like in the spring yeah. uh yeah, just get their shit hammered. <laughs> they just get shit hammered and pull a fitz magic. Oh, man. The shirtless. So, so, okay. So now we sort of, fit, we sort of talked about Aaron Rodgers, right? If you're going to go to the NFC, there's maybe one team, right? Yeah, better really, chances. Yeah. The 49 San Francisco, I think, I think Matt had a great point. San Francisco probably would be a number one spot to Jesse's point. You probably have to do some movement with Trey Lance and some picks and maybe throw some guys in there to make it worth your while. Okay? The only other team I was thinking, and I think it's a couple seasons too late would, would have been the saints. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's I, I still now, Sean Payton might quit. Sean Payton might want to get into broadcasting because he's kind of getting tired of the, of the coaching grind. And so, so now let me ask you this: We would we I'm going to eliminate Tom Brady from this discussion because we could all agree that he probably has a year to two years left, right? We all agree. I, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I was, I would right, so sure. in two years, we don't have to worry about Tom Brady. After that, Russell Wilson. And we know Russell Wilson right now has a little bit of a, I guess, a bad taste in his mouth. He wants to. How old is he? He's going to be 34 at the start of the league year. So I was thinking like, okay, if I'm Russell Wilson, I'm, of course, I'd want to go to contender. Who wouldn't want to go to contender? But I also have to be realistic of like what my options are. There's only 31 other teams, right? And some of those teams that already have franchise guys, you can already X out, right? So my question to you guys is, if you're Russell Wilson, are you staying in the NFC or are you going to the AFC? Well, Russell, supposedly, because his wife, Ciara, 
he's about like being a celebrity and he has New York at the top of his list, the Giants, because he wants to be in New York. And, you know, I, and I think that coincides with, uh, you know, with with what Mar has been saying about he's not going to get embarrassed next year with this football team. And I don't know, they got the five and the seven pick and they have a later and, and another late first round pick. I mean, that's a, you know, and they could throw in Daniel Jones to give him some kind of quarterback to do something with probably. So it's yeah. like, I would think the Giants would be the front runner. And again, that poses my question. Does that instantly yeah. catapult them ahead of us? And now we're well, in the third place team. Before we get to that, let me just, let me just, just. What about the Raiders? He's for a second. 100%. He likes the Raiders so, and the Broncos. So that's what I'm trying to get. So NFC wise, there's like one team that we sort of think that Russell Wilson would go to. On the other side, AFC, there's a plethora of teams, right? Yeah. There's the Raiders. Um, we talked about Denver. Um, you said the Saints possibly, but the key four teams. But I don't think okay. you're I'm just going like, yeah, you're 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 here in New York stuff. Fine, great. Okay, that would be the number one choice. And for Rogers, maybe San Francisco, number one choice, right? Okay. Other than that, there is not another quarterback in the NFC that you can say is either like stuck there, like long-term going to be there has shown that they are, you know, going to be there long-term and, and their long-term future other than maybe Stafford. Okay. Cause they've invested in him, but there is not another team that has a quarterback in the NFC long-term other than Dakota Dak Prescott, long-term, mm-hmm. and maybe Matt Stafford. So I guess Kyler Murray. I guess Kyler would be the third. Right, but based on his second or third year now, like you're kind of like you're kind of like this. Yeah, no, I mean it's you know it, it, you know he he proved that thing. He's not ready for the big time yet. And so it, it brings up then my 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 epiphany was like, man, talk about wide open, wide wide open for franchise quarterbacks in the NFC. I mean, literally, you're talking about, like, bottom of the barrel of, like, quarterback talent in the NFC. And it's quite striking when you take out Brady. If Rodgers goes somewhere, he might go to the AFC. We don't know. Yes, he could stay in San Francisco or go to San Francisco. Cool. How does that work out with him? That's going to have to, like Jesse said, we're gonna, there's going to be some movement there, draft picks, whatever, and then whatever Russell Wilson does, right? You eliminate two of those guys. Again, like I said, my, my epiphany was, man, NFC talent at quarterback is, is kind of crazy. And to sort of Jesse's brought up, you know, in the chat about quarterbacks this year in the draft, you're kind of like, is anyone like a Joe Burrow or Justin Herbert or something like that? And you're kind of like, eh. So, I mean, is Jalen Hurts, you know, the closest thing that that any team has as maybe a a franchise guy that you know the, the Eagles are kind of like stamping the ticket and saying, listen, this is our guy for at least the next year. The rest yeah. of the NFC is kind of like, you know, I mean, you could you could take any of those teams and take the quarterback and put it on another team, and you're like, uh, it really doesn't move the needle here. So just something I thought about, I want to bring up. No, you're. I mean, you're right, and because like. Pickett's probably the crown jewel, but like he's really only had one good year in college at all, and he's older than Jalen Hurts. Matt mm-hmm. Corral's coming off an off an injury. 
who's who's an who's a good quarterback. He's he's got you know some potential. He's a quarterback in that lane, that lane Kiffin offense. And you've you've got um the kid from Liberty who has looked amazing or has looked atrocious playing against uh, playing against like the minnows of the of of college football. So like yeah, to John's point, it, it's you don't have a burrow. And then on top of it, next year's quarterback class is going to be goddamn ridiculous. So roll with Hertz. See what he's got. If he if he puts it together, you've got your guy. Unfortunately, at that point, you're going to have to pay him because he'll be going into his last year of his deal. But you'll have your guy. Check him, I guess, worst case scenario, if you're really not sure. Like, yeah. Not- like, so, and, and if, and if it, if it goes tits up, you're probably one of those, you're, you're in the driver's seat. You're, you're probably one to 10. And how he's already shown, if he survives Jalen going tits up, mm-hmm. he's shown that you can get from eight to, you know, eight. Yeah, to we were where? We were like, 13, 14, 15, and we got up to two. We got to yeah, like, so like if you have a good first round pick, it doesn't take much more than next year's first and another pick to get where you build on that too, Jesse. How he might hedge his bets if he does have true job security for another five years and gets an extension this offseason or next year. He might trade trade one of these picks for next year, another first round for next year. Yeah. To two next year for ammo to go get a Bryce Sean or a CJ Stroud, because all of a sudden CJ Stroud he got fucking benched at Ohio State this year. All of a sudden, now he's once again a can't miss prospect somehow, which I yeah, would touch that. I would not touch that. The ten foot pole. It would be Bryce Young or bust next year. I mean, so we can, we can sort of all agree that, like, you know, I mean, we always talk about this: how the quarterback is the most important position in football. Having a good one or a franchise guy is important, but looking at the 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 NFL league as a whole, other than the AFC having probably about five or six bona fide, I would say stud quarterbacks. When I say studs, guys that are putting up monster numbers, have pretty darn good receivers, pretty good offensive lines in pretty good divisions. The NFC is um, the sewer of quarterback play. So if if you can build a team, build a roster Right after what ha- what we saw, what we're disappointed about this year, if you're able to build a roster of, you know, a little bit of a defense and a capable quarterback, you know, it's more what, like the land of opportunity. Right, like, you know, is is Carolina a Russell Wilson away from a Super Bowl? I mean, I guess you could argue maybe. Is are the Eagles a? Um, insert Alabama linebacker name here away from a Super Bowl. I think like they have a better shot. I mean, not to be a homer, but like at least we know what we have in our guy two years in. You know what I mean? Like at least we know what we have a little bit, right? We're going to get a little bit more taste next year. But like Carolina's got no – I mean, I'm just picking on Carolina. You know, Washington, New York Giants, uh, the Saints, um, the Falcons – you, I mean, you could just go down the list of NF, NFC teams and you're kind of like, what are, what are we doing? Like, what, you know. I just think it makes sense. The more we sit here and think about it, 
to Jesse's earlier point or Bill's, I forget who brought it up. You know, the crop of quarterbacks for next year's draft is going to be so much deeper. And, you know, we have so many other holes to fill on this team. Just give Jalen another shot. Here's a question, and I was wondering, and I didn't have a chance to really look it up. Um, and I wanted to ask you guys, um, and it kind of falls in line with what I, the point I'm trying to make here, is stay with Hertz. Why not for another year? Let's see if he can put it together. You know, who knows what coaching moves they may or may not make in the offseason, right? So, like, you know, I think with every great quarterback, if you look back in history, you know, there's always a great there's always a great coach and that chemistry that kind of goes alongside with it. Um, Stay with him. See if he puts it together build around him, build up on defense. And to Jesse's point, if he goes tits up, we've got, you know, we're set up pretty well to, um, to get ourselves a, a, a decent, a, a decent shot at getting a, 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 the next franchise guy in a deeper draft. Um, but, but the question I wanted to bring up is, so this was all like technically still Jalen's like, First year, right? Everyone's saying yeah, this is first off season. It's like first pretty time. much like his first full year, but his first full off season. Can you think of a, a, a Hall of Fame type quarterback? Maybe not Hall of Fame, but successful champion championship quarterback who flubbed his first year? Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning. And and I think first three or four seasons. There you go. So I mean, it wasn't it's not, great. It's not. It's not. You know, it's not heard of. Realistic to think that like this kid could turn it around. If you know, my and, my thing that, to that point though that that concerns me is Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. Not no way like comparing Peyton Manning no. and Jalen Hurts, but like, but, but the position that they play, like guys in the pocket and Aaron the way Rodgers. they play it, yeah, right. Can can last ten times longer than a guy like Russell Wilson or Lamar Jackson or you know uh, even, I guess Josh Allen even he runs a little bit too. Josh um, Allen he's a linebacker so he's kind of the exception. He's right. You know. <laughs> and, and that, like I don't think Jalen Hurts or again Randall Cunningham any of these guys that were the the prototypical running quarterbacks can can play very long. You know I guess maybe Mike Vick might be the the longest ten year old guy from a quarterback that like was at a high level that was like a running guy. Like they just can't, they just can't. Yeah, it's up too much kids. abuse on their body, man. It's like, it's like, it's like borderline playing running back for a quarter every game. And Jalen's not, I mean, he's not tiny, but he's not a big guy. And I don't care how tough a quarterback is. You're not built to take hits like a running back. It all it takes is, I mean, back. did you see the shot that, that uh, acres put on that? We all saw it last night. I mean, and those are two, Big dudes. I mean, are paid actually, to hit people like they're paid to hit people. Yeah, get paid to be a finesse guy and you know not be a you know not be a little girl. And he, I mean, you he, got to hit a football player, but you know it's he's six one, two fifteen, two twenty. That's like an average running back size. So it's like you know, I mean, he's, to him though, he did take some. He does take some hits, and he has no problem. Like he, he doesn't, you know, wince on the I know, ground. But it, he we is, all said that about Lamar Jackson and and Mike Vick and all of those guys until. One day it just like 
Oh, lights just, out. Sure. They just it's either lights out or they take this that one hit. Well, even this year, I mean, the, the, uh, uh, said he couldn't get freaky because of the ankle injury last month. Exactly. Or, yeah. Or it's like this, like I would think one cut that they made a thousand times and then they just can't do it again. They, yeah, they just can't do it. Again. It, but anybody who watches like that 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 two point conversion. When, I mean, yeah, it was a nice throw for Devontae, but I think two months ago Jalen walks in that end, end zone. He could walk right in. He couldn't outrun a fucking linebacker. And yeah. Jalen, a month, two months ago, walks in that end zone. So, you know, we've already seen it that if he had got torn, you know, torn ligament in his ankle, like, I mean, again, not, you know, not that you can't run. It's just, you know, like you just said, it's, it's, it, that puts you in that three to five year window, probably. If that's going to be a big part of your game, you're not going to have a 10, 12 year career. You're going to have a, three, four, five-year career. I mean, maybe not if you got lucky, but he's, you know, you're in the a league. lot of guys, a he's lot hurt. of guys seem to go down this weekend too. And it was like, you know, some of them had their, their bells wrong, obviously, but some of them were just, it just seemed like they just, their body said time out on them. It's like, well, it's like he has that 18th week. Nobody's healthy. Like, nobody's healthy this time of year. Like, that, like but, some kind of injury. No, but I, I get but, that. Like, no one's healthy by like week like 10. But like, did that 18th 18th week, you know, put it like finally tip the scale? I, I think the NFL's kind of like, ugh, should we have added that extra playoff spot? Because I'm gonna say that earlier because it, it it was bad games and. I mean, it's like the NBA. To me, it gets watered down, and I get it. You get somebody in, and it'll be nice one year when the seven seed makes a run, and it'll be like, oh, look, look what, look what can happen. But also, the NBA, like, that's why like the NBA kind of is whatever. Like, it's hard to gauge your team because it's like if you're an eight seed, you're basically a 41-41 team. Eagles, nine and eight team. Like, it wasn't, you know, so I, I think the product gets watered down as much, and, you know, I – I'm really on the fence because obviously we would not be in the playoffs this year without it, which again, you know, maybe that's a good thing for our egos. Cause I mean, cause think about it. If, if there was no 18th, second 18th game and we didn't get the playoffs or we finished eight and eight or whatever, say we lose to the Cowboys. Like we, I would be, we would be feeling so much better. Like, Oh, we were so close and Jalen crutched it, came down five and one. Let's yeah. fucking go. This is our team. That extra freaking game. Got us in there, yeah. and you know, they were talking about it on Mikey because Mikey Mitz was with the Cubs on Monday, and I respect the Cubs because he apologized to the fans and start saying, you know, anybody who I said isn't a fan because they doubted the Eagles, I apologize. He's like, we saw that little humble pie in a class, and and I wanted to hear that because I put him on last Monday, and he was just like, if you don't think you can win, I don't want you. You're a Fugazi fan, and it's like that's insulting. There's a difference between rooting for a team and and being realistic, like. Yeah. We're not ready to beat the answer Tom Brady yet. Like when we saw yeah. that. And so it's, but again, you know, it, what's done is done. It's just, I did see a side note. I'll let you go, Jesse. Gannon has three head coaching interviews scheduled. Yeah, I saw that. Somebody fucking take this clown. I don't care. Like get this guy out of here. Give me Vic Fangio. Give me somebody that can actually, play, I don't know, like be, be great. And then I get it. You want to come here though? Like. No, no. We yeah, get, these, get job interviews, these are job interviews for your next, like, right? Dan Quinn. Why? Why did Dan Quinn come to the come to the uh, the Cowboys? Be a bigger because he had talent on defense and he knew he could work that talent. He knew. Yeah. What happens with that? You 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 get your team to be a a, a tits defense, and then what happens? You leave. You get you get, you get a coaching job. It's like like Cobbles, 
Todd Bowles should get a job. Like if they keep if they play good against the Rams, like Todd Bowles deserves another shot. Like he got a raw deal in New York with no having nobody. How about like, uh, uh, Raheem Morris? Yeah, but it's a raw deal. D'Amico Ryan's is a name. You know, I mean, you know, there's a few guys that definitely deserve a second shot over giving Mike Zimmer a third shot or somebody like that. It's just like, dude, you're 60 some. Right. You know, go go coach the Cowboys defense and make a couple mil a year and coach, retire. Coach our defense. I, I would love him to come here. Like, you, you know, that's kind of what I was hoping we could get. Like, you know, somebody, you know, who's. Because honestly, I think I think our coaching staff is just too young all around. I think we need some veteran leadership on the coaching side as you know, just, I think it's just as important as it is for the players. I think it's, it's good for the coaches. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just curious as why we never hear anything about Sean Steckton, our offensive coordinator. We never hear a fucking thing about this guy. Because I don't think Steichen does anything. I, think I know. All... I was reading about how Chargers fans were doing cartwheels because they felt he held Herbert back last year and look at Herbert without him this year. Yeah. Herbert turned into a machine. Well, so two things real quick. So one, I think the way to, to salvage, and I don't know if the owners will ever do it because they're cheap. The, the way to salvage that extra game is to put an extra 15 players on the active roster. 100% agree. Why are we limited on players? It's a professional fucking football team. They should have fucking reserves if guys are hurt. I, I mean, <laughs> if you went to, no, I'm not saying we need to go to, you know, into the eighties like college has, but. Wondering when 2022 will take you. I mean, there, there's something to be said for having a cohesive roster of guys because then you, you know, you don't have to deal with guys looking run down and or guys and playing hurt that they have to because like, hey man, we're really thin. We got to have you yeah, play like, to even more. You, I agree, Jesse. There should be an extra like five, seven, eight spots, especially for the playoffs. To be like, listen, yeah. you get well, an extra and, bonus. To, and to to John's point about what happens if you sign a, you know, you, you get a a coach and it's his bounce back. Like, you know, I know John loves when I bring up the, the Crimson Tide, but like Alabama has gone through almost. So in the last couple years, their offensive coordinators are Steve Sarkeesian, Lane Coff, Lane Kiffin, Jim McElwain, uh, Mike Locksky, Brian Dable, Doug Nussmeyer, Bill O'Brien, Major Applewhite. Like it's a new guy every two years because they come in, they look, they they come in and look amazing, playing with you know the elite of the elite, and then they 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 leave, and then and the next guy comes in, and the same thing, and you know luckily at the college level, and again you have the the best head coach in college football that can help paper over the the guys constantly coming and going, but it's an issue, and like even um, Jalen Hurts, I, I feel like brought it up that. In his career, he has had a different person in his ear every single year from when he was first drafted or from when, from, from when he was recruited in college in co- and then to Alabama, to Oklahoma, to Philly. He's had a different person in his ear every single year. So while, you know, it might not be Steichen next year and I don't really I would be perfectly happy if he's not on the team having the same coach that hurts can look at every week and know, okay, this is what we are. This is what our philosophy is. This is, you know, it, it would really help him a lot. And, you know, I feel like we were all really down on him and his performance and the way he played. But again, he's, 
he's he's essentially a first year player. And to to Bill's point, like you can't you can't get ready to throw a second uh, a second round pick out the out the out the door after one after one game like that when when most teams are willing to give a first round pick four years to put it together. Like you can't do that. You can't. What was what was his arm strength like in Alabama? Or even even in Oklahoma, I, I went to I was looking up some old things of him the other day, and um, primarily I was actually reading up on when there was an interview with him and one of the guys from the Eagles right after we took Jalen Hurts, and they interviewed Nick Saban on camera, and they actually talked about when they when he got pulled and how Jalen was such a, like a you know a, prof, a professional at the time right about it how he acted, but I was trying to look for more of like you know, uh, actual like pipe videos or whatever. Did he throw a lot of deep balls and was he, does he have the arm strength? Can he throw a 60 yard ball? I mean, I feel like he can throw those balls, but the difference I think is those lollipops like Russ, he throws those lollipop. Deep well, balls. and, but you know, the offense that that, cause that was like at the tail end of the, or the beginning of like the Lane Kiffin era where like, they supercharged the offense and like there were plays that that either Tua would run or Hertz would run that Kiffin was basically hands up in the air celebrating a touchdown before the ball was out of their hand. And it was like, when you're when you're when you're playing with track star wide receivers, like they Rich. they hit a double move at the break, they're beat. And right. if they don't have a, if they don't have a safety deep the the wide receiver's gone and they just look over the shoulder boom and i think that's probably the one thing with him that he you know some of the things you've seen let's throw the 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 playoff game out of the window his in pocket awareness has gotten better week to week to week at the beginning of the year and especially last year he would constantly bail out of the pocket immediately he'd be rolling and he'd be and the play would be a wash at the later in the year, he would take a step into the pocket and allow the pocket to just roll around him and wait for guys to get open. The problem is, I don't know if it's he's not because he's not a tall dude. So I don't I know if he, say, Jesse, you got to be real about this. He's six one and our whole our line six three six four. So I don't five. know. That's I a real know. thing. That's a real I, thing. I don't know if he's having problems seeing over the line to to watch the play develop. But he needs to get better at throwing into tight windows and trusting those tight windows. Now, the problem is when the guys you're throwing to are like the, you know, Jay Jaws of the world and the Jalen Ragers of the world, that's problematic. But like that Baldy play, I mean, that Baldy play is literally the Eagles receiving core in a nutshell. It's we have we, our guys can't beat one on one. Devontae gets somebody over top of him always because he's the only threat. And Jalen has no trust for his, and he's got to be, to, to be where they're supposed to be in a timing play. Yep. And like, that's like literally where I put this again. I, I, and we'll see what happens with Howie, but I, I feel like you, you're, you're giving this guy nothing to throw with. And then you're picking, you know, throwing rocks at the guy when he doesn't make plays. It's like, well, this is the NFL. If he's supposed to step up, he, he needs to throw to NFL receivers. Like, it, it, I, I'm, I'm not giving him a pat. Like I will say, like the play that that Baldy played, like and maybe he'll learn that, like 
that guy was right in his face. And if you can't see a guy right in your face that tipped that pass, like you got a problem, bro. Like you got to get him off of you. But again, I think yesterday, Sunday, which I'll give him a pass. It's his first start. It's the moment looked too big for him. I yeah. feel like he just couldn't catch his like, all right, I got this. I got the jitters out. All right, we're good. Like the entire game, it was just like, man, he is not smiling. He's not anything. He's so playing. Don't make a mistake. Don't make a mistake. You can't play that way, man. Go play. Well, and he's hurt too. So like that's on top of it. Like, I agree. Like he didn't, feel, he didn't feel like himself, like mobile, like, oh shit, let me get out of here. Because I told you, Jesse, and, and you said, do it. I don't care. I was like, they spied him. And it's like, well, when you can't I run the guy spying you. That's yeah, a problem. It's a problem. <laughs> so it's and, like. And to, to your point, in the last three years, they've invested five picks on wide receivers. Two of them in the first round, one of them in the second round, five picks over three years, and we still have a wide receiver problem. Like, so, like that's an issue. And we you, know what, you know what it sounds really? eerily similar to? What's that? It sounds eerily similar when we had McNabb and he never had wide receivers until we got him a wide receiver, right? Yeah. And then yeah, what happened? Crazy how uncomfortable one, one year. One year. And the only difference is, is Andy was a guru at designing place. He knew how to get guys open. But, like, the, those other guys, like, you know, we busted, you know, Pinkston's balls. and and But, like, Pinkston could get open and catch a ball. You know, he would alligator arm something if the Pinkston. safety was, you know, if, if, if something was coming, you know, if somebody was coming over the top of him in the middle of the field, he'd alligator arm a ball every once in a while. But, like, he would catch every a lot of stuff that was thrown his way. And even even um James Thrash wasn't terrible. Like, I, huh? Trash. Yeah, but like I looked when we were still, you know, having the, the discussions, you know, when when Wentz was first here and we talked about what Wentz was throwing to versus the guys that McNabb was throwing to at the beginning of his career. Like I it, my recollection was the guys that McNabb was throwing to was were worse. And boy, were my eyes opened when you're like, oh, wow, they I mean, they weren't great, but they weren't a, atrocious. And it's like. You, to John's point, like, all right, so now we know we still have a problem. Let's let's fix the problem. You know, maybe maybe you use one of those those picks on a wide receiver. Maybe you go and you, if you don't do that, maybe you you grab somebody in free agency. Like, we have a lot of picks this year, and you you have a lot of players that a team might be interested in, like a Fletcher Cox. You know, you might be able to get. You're not going to get a first round pick for Cox, mm-hmm. but you might be able to get like a second or a third for him from a team that feels like they might be one extra piece on defense away from really having an, an elite defense. So, or, or maybe you, you trade, um, miles. You, I mean, you're not going to recoup that second round pick, but you might be able to get a third or a fourth for him. So, you know, at this point with the Eagles, I would just try to get, I would look at it like if, if they're not going to be here in two years, everybody's for, you know, everybody. Especially at running back, we're not going to pay miles. There's just no, no way we can with what we have in the pipeline. Yeah. There's just, it just, it just said that that's just a waste of money. Like he can't and, stay healthy. I, and, you know, I don't think he's a bad kid, but he's just Carson Wentz syndrome. How he's not terrible at, getting like he hasn't been able to find like the the elite running back but he's been able to get guys that 
that are good players to, to, so. And they're, and they're, they're, they're easy to sort of find them too. Yeah. Right? Like it carries you're catching out of the bag. The problem with the wide receivers is how many, how many targets do they get? And they don't get many. And then like college yeah. career. Okay. And then how is that going to then a facilitator look like in the NFL? Right. Like yeah. There's a lot of, there's a lot of college wide receivers that we've talked about here that, you know, the Laquan Trebles of the world, the, um, who was the, it was, who was the kid that went to Jacksonville? Um, uh, he was a top pick. Uh, yeah, but he had a black, uh, Blackman. Blackman, Justin Blackman. Like, but, like that dude had issues. Like, right. But I'm, but I'm saying there, there are guys that have super amounts of talent in, in the, uh, in the college ranks. And then they come here and they don't thank goodness. You know, this year we got, what seems to be, you know, a decent wide receiver. You know what I mean? Waddle. I mean, Chase Waddle, Devon. I mean, you look at this receiving class, you're like, any of those guys actually look, look good. Right. Yeah. I'd like to have any one of them. It's crazy because the 2001, the day after we took Pinkston, I was looking at, there was really no receivers that in that 2000 draft that like became anything at all. Like you took Pinkston, but 2001 is where Andy really screwed the fucking pooch. They took Fred X at 25 and the Colts took Reggie Wayne at 28 and Chad Johnson went two picks later. That's really where you're like, Andy, Andy, one it's of those so following guys. It's so funny you say that, Bill, because I'm thinking here when you're talking about the Eagles wide receivers, I'm like, who was even a good wide receiver back then? Like it was Reggie Wayne, Chad Johnson, like Calvin Johnson later, right? Yeah. But like, there wasn't – who was like the – the I guess Randy Moss, right? He was – tail end of his career but uh and didn't who was steve the smith steve smith was in that draft too the fred x he was a third round pick steve smith i mean i guess to but there wasn't like like now literally like now you could you could name 15 20 guys that are like like amari cd um Devontae adams uh uh um um T- terry mclaurin like you can go, just go down a list and be like you know Cooper Cup, like, yeah, you can literally name like 15 or 20 guys. Back then, it's it's funny how it it was like 10 guys, you know, it was like five or 10 guys. And it was, it was, it was running back centric then too. It was right. It's a great point. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think nine, I think 19 is Howie's biggest. Well, I don't know. I think I don't, I, you could argue 19 because I mean, he passed on Debo. Wow. He passed on, let's see. 19 is probably the worst draft in Eagles history. Cole Hartman passed on. DK Metcalf. Deontay Johnson is the number one receiver. Um, well, Warren. Like, those are five, six guys that we took the, after JJ. And, you know, the one thing that, that was really driving me out of my mind today as, as I was working was, you know, we started Smith in that 18th game. And force fed him the ball, just pump the ball to him so he could break Deshaun's record. Just ball after ball after ball after ball after ball. And he didn't get banged up, played great, pulled him out, and he was healthy. We didn't get him the ball till the second half. So, like, where was so we had this we've got to get him the ball, we've got to get him the ball, we got to get him the ball, we got to break the record. The next week is the fucking playoffs. It's the playoffs. If you don't play well, there is no week after that. It it was so infuriating listening to those to to Troy constantly say like, "What are they doing? They're giving you ten yards. They're giving you ten yards. Throw the ball to him. Throw the ball to him." 
throw the ball to him. Like, if I'm Jeffrey Laurie, I call Steichen and Sirianni into my office, and I'll be like, listen, bro, if I don't like the answer to this, you're fucking fired. <laughs> there it is. There we go. No, but like, seriously. Lorenz. Seriously. There it is. Jeffrey Lorenz. GM, GM Lorenz. But, it, but it's like, how – explain this to me like I'm a toddler. Why didn't you do this? Because – that has been widely reported that Howie and Jeffrey love offense. Love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. You'd be factory. And it's like they they had to have been sitting there watching that game one like with their blood boiling. Like they're giving you the, these 10 yard outs. Take them. Yeah, but I, I also think, Jesse, too, like we we I, I don't there's nothing there's nothing in that that I disagree with. Like I feel like they definitely should have gave them the ball more, but like a lot of those plays that don't work, like that quick, you know, out to the wide receiver or Jalen. Game that yeah, like, burn, burn that, those, like, burn they, that play forever. Right. If they work, they look great. When they don't, they look terrible. Right. Like there, there are, there are a lot of play calls that I think Nick Sirianni would want back after that game. I yeah. also think that not being able to run the ball, which when you listen to post game. And a lot of those guys, those talking heads talk about like, listen, there was eight guys in the box. I don't know why you thought you were going to be running the ball. Like they knew you were good. That's what they practiced all week. And you didn't adjust to that. I think more, more so is the issue. Not, I mean, again, the, some of the play calling, yes, is questionable. We don't like the, the quick out to the wide receiver and everyone blocks and all that stuff. But like the, the reason why I asked about Jalen's arm strength is like, I'm literally watching a video of 24 minutes of all the touchdowns he threw from 2016 to 2019. And like, unless a guy, you know, gets, gets loose or he's on the run and somebody like is breaking, he throws the ball. It's very little, like where he's like dropped back, you know, there's a go route and a guy just like just throwing a dime to him. Yeah. It's a lot of those. It's literally a lot of those snap the ball. Throw to Rager. Well, and, that's, and that's just it too, John. I was going to say maybe we just didn't know how – or, you know, it could be arm strength. It could be accuracy. But, I mean, we said it. The guy looked like he, he was just totally rattled. He was just lost. The yeah. moment was too big. You know, I think he was just I – think, I think mentally he was checked out. And um, you need to be very mentally checked in if you're going to be – Throwing throwing deep balls like that. I don't care how good of a receiver you are. It's just funny when you watch like Kyler. Like I think Kyler has a has a bit of an arm, but he can't throw from the pocket either. He's only five eight. Like he can't see shit. Like they they, they talk about that in in Arizona that his stats in the pocket are like among the worst in the league. And that's what scares me about Jalen. After I see him behind him, it's he makes the the wow play, but he can't throw the third and seven slant. Like the basic, the layups, and that's what the, the, like Carson's issue was. Because I guess that's what Carson got hammered with with the uh, GM in the exit interview was stop with the home run balls. Make oh, it's just like uh, just like, like McNabb too. The same thing, yeah. He'll make he'll make the wow. Oh my God, he broke two tackles and scrambled and threw. Great on third and eight, throw the ball to the right shoulder so the guy can catch the ball. Like, and I think that that goes with it. And two things I wanted to say: one with Jalen. He didn't come out after his fourth year. He went to Oklahoma because I, I was reading about it. Is they're like you're maybe going to get drafted. Like he wasn't even going to get drafted out of Oklahoma, out, of, out of Alabama. So Oklahoma playing with C.D. Lamb and those guys made yeah. him look great. 
So to and, go. And, I'm sorry. And the other no. thing I was going to say quickly is, and and I I think I brought it up. I'm sure other people have too. But before the game last week was, Tom Bowles held Patrick Mahomes to nine points and Andy Reid in the Super Bowl. What do you think he was going to do to this to Sirianni and Jalen Hurts? You know, like he made and Mahomes was Mahomes last year. He made Mahomes look like an idiot. Like and Andy looked like an idiot. And it's like, what do we think he was going to do to Sirianni and Jalen? Like he had no fear. I mean, they were a backup secondary, and we couldn't even get in the red zone. Like, that's how much Todd, like, like I, I feel like they were in Nick's headset. Like, all right, are you going to call that play, Nick? You jerk off. All right, here we go. Yeah. Like, and on and top so, of having the, the, the greatest quarterback of all time. And then you got Bruce Arians saying, hey, Jonathan Gannon, you want to play the same defense against me, you, you, you dildo? I'll take seven-yard passes all game. I'll take yeah. and dunk all the way down. You, you don't want to blitz? You don't bring any pressure. That's Tom Brady got rid of the ball in 2.2 seconds. It was the fastest for anybody in any game last week. Like he knows what to do. Like, and, and that's why I'm not upset that we lost. I would like to, I'd like, like to play a little better, but I do think Jalen's arm strength and his pocket passing ability. I'm going to say it again. And I'm going to give him more time as a rookie. I don't think he can read a defense. I don't think he knows where to go with the ball when things happen, when, when, when things happen on the fly. And I think when the play's called and the defense knows what's coming, we're fucked. Like, cause he can't check out of it and be like, Oh, they're going to, they're going to drop off. Maybe go to his own coverage. Let me do a little eight yard slant to Devonta or something. No, it's, it's the play call, run the play. It's like NFL, man, you need to have two, three, four plays ready to go. And I don't know if Jalen has that audible ability yet or knows how to. Read it. What's, so what's again, the rule in the NFL for like off-season work, like can you like right now, for a certain date? I'm sorry, I'm saying again. Can't be with coaching. Players can get together, not on team facilities, but you can't have coaching around till like eight, like a certain date. I don't know if it's April or whatever. So like that starts now. Like yeah, like I don't think he can like work out with Sirianni and anybody. Like he can go to like. Pay, like like fly guys to somewhere or like I don't I don't think you can be a team like doing football activities other than maybe working out or rehabbing I'm pretty and sure you can't like zoom it's not like I, I I I could be wrong but I mean that's why all these guys go to like high schools and colleges and the quarterbacks fly you out and you run past things I'm I'm pretty sure like part of the you know any the, the you know players union thing is you have to have like 60 days away like there, there's a period to where. Technically, you can have communications, I think. Isn't that kind of remarkable, though? Like, you want to, you're a professional athlete. You want to hone your craft. Like you said, Bill, you want to learn how to read defenses if you don't know how to do it very well. And you want to work with your coach who's going to be calling plays. Like, what do they, what do, they do? Like, there's like yesterday, the day where they sit down and they analyze their season and they go, okay, here's everyone's uh, binders of homework. And they just go, good luck. Like, you know, it's not like we're going to call you on the phone or, like, text you or, like, you know, good luck. Just, hey, go work with a guy down in Louisiana and go to Manning's passing camp. And, you know, it's like it's like when you played sports in, in high school. It's like, oh, that was our last game. And then, like, oh, well, we can never get together or we can only do this. We can only do that. It's like, how can I get better? I just, I guess I got to go play pickup games more. You know what I mean? Like, how does that work? It's, it's crazy in the professional level how it's, like, it's, like, shunned that they shouldn't be able to work with each other. You know what I mean? I feel like the competitive advantage there is like, oh, in the off season, you know what we did in the off season? We stayed at Novacare and we worked our dick off till, you know, 
12 at night for four, four, four more, four, four no, more, four I, other months. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's the league year starts March 16th. Now, I don't know if that means you can't do anything until then with your players. I think, I think you can't, like, you can do rehab. I, and I, this is just off memory. I think you can do like rehab stuff at the facility and maybe work out. But I don't know if you can even like work out the facility. Like, I think you have to do it like off site. I, I could be wrong. I, but I thought there's like a, a month or two where like technically you're not supposed to do things. I mean, can a coach email you like, Hey, do this. Or like, I'm sure you can talk to them, but I think it's supposed to be like non football. I, 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 I hearing that. I and that's why quarterbacks fly. I can't you. imagine what, what their bodies feel like. I mean, your, your body probably wants at least a month off. The thing about it, training camps in July, then you have a week off, and then pretty much August till now, that's seven months. Like you're, and, and then April, you start with like mini camps and shit, and then you go away for a month. Like, yeah, I think February and, and, and I guess until March 16th in the league year starts, I think that's when like you're not supposed to do stuff. But I could be wrong. I could be missing. We're watching a lot of film. And then yeah, you, no. and Matt, to your point, like then you you take the month off, right? Like your body needs it, you take it off, and then like then you got to go right back into like starting lifting again, getting. And you yeah. know how that is, like you take a month off of anything and you try to get back into it. There's like a take a week off, and that's not even like, like, and that's just like working out. That's not like them taking the hits and the and the the, the pain and the stuff that goes on in their bodies like after a game. It's like, you know, it's crazy. No, I mean, it, you know, and that's why last year it just sucked for Jalen because he had no, he had no offseason, no nothing. It was just, hey, here's the games, go. And then he also had a coach in Doug that clearly didn't, didn't want to do anything with this kid. He didn't want him there. He wanted Carson. He wanted to try to fix Carson because he was in win now mode and he didn't want to deal with a rookie. So he had really probably got, got no help from Doug at all, I would think. And then he comes into this year, not you know, gets Syria, you know, has the whole, you know, I I'd like to see. You know, I, get, I I still do believe how he's going to kick the tires a little bit with these guys just to see it's probably his job. Um, but once the point comes, whether it's March, April, May, I'd really like to see Nick and, and how he'd be like, Jalen's our guy this year. We're 100% behind him. We want to focus on building the team around, like, offense around. Like, I don't want this every day got to earn rent shit. Not this year. Well, they're not going to – he's not going to come out and say, like, any of that stuff because that's – I do think that they – they truly have, and I and I kind of agree with it from a coaching perspective, an organizational standpoint. Don't say anything to give your to show your hand, because if they want to move him or they they're interested in Russell Wilson, I'm not going to come out and say that. That just makes it seem like if anything, if anything that would that would up my value. That hey, this is our franchise guy. We're ready to build our franchise around this guy. Oh, you want to trade for him? Well, he is our franchise guy, but. Well, you know, what do you got? You know, so, yeah, and, and I think also after that game on Sunday, I know he's a gamer and I don't question his fortitude. There is, he's a human being though. And there is no way possible Jalen's not fucking rattled upstairs. He might not, he won't admit it publicly, but at this point, the way we coddled Carson for fucking five years, give this kid some love, pat his hiney a little bit and be like, listen, you're our guy. Like we're going to build like, He's also the, never lost – like, I, I think he lost twice in college or something. There, That was part of the interview that I listened to where they, like, they interviewed him. He was like, how many times have you lost in, 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 the, play, in, the, in the college football? He's like, 
We've been on the side of winning most of the time. I think we lost like twice or either or he's never lost or something like that's that. That's the problem like, with a lot of these guys. You're exactly that's right. A, that's a huge, huge problem with a lot of these guys. The, but, I mean, you, you can say that, though, Bill, but don't forget, like, when he was benched the, that year, the next year for Tua, when Tua got hurt, he went right in and won them a huge game. Mm-hmm. So, like, he didn't – he wasn't like, you know what, fuck you. I'm, I'm just going to hold the clipboard till I can transfer out at the end of the year. You motherfuckers. He was, you know, a, a consummate pro- professional and was in every meeting and was working his ass off. And when his number got called again, he went in and helped win, help him win a game. But yeah, to John's point, they didn't lose many games. And I would say, though, Jesse, though, too, I would question with how college football is now, would he have transferred right away because it's so much easier? Because I don't think he – I don't know if he I – I could be wrong, but I thought when he played, if he transferred, you had to sit out a year. Well, he was a graduate transfer. That's why. So, I, I you know, so that's – again, I'm not saying he would. And, again, this isn't a knock on Jalen's, like – character in any way i think that's his strongest point but they're talking about it with dak and they brought up Jalen too it's yes you want a guy to be a leader that's a big checkbox to mark off as a franchise quarterback but you also want a franchise quarterback when your team's not playing well you pull them out of the shit and Jalen, this year minus the saints game Saints game was the only game in my opinion where he pulled us out of the shit himself like he won that game hand single-handedly and that was a big win. i mean number one rush defense like that was that showed all right this guy got got it he's got the balls but every a lot of the other games when you're running the ball 35 40 times it's kind of like hey don't lose this game pal just make a couple plays and that's fine he's a rookie you know and that's the other thing too i mean ben Roethlisberger won a championship as a rookie but if you go back he threw the ball 15 20 times a game he turned around and hand the ball jerome bettis that was their game plan and have a great defense so i think it's you know, I, I like it goes back to just not being fair to pull the plug on Jalen when he was he was eight and eight this year or minus playoffs he was eight and eight as a starter. You know, he didn't win the Jets game for us, but you know that's eight and eight as a rookie on, on a team that has a good own line but has probably the weakest weapons on the outside, one of the weaker teams on the outside other than Devontae. So eight and eight, it's a bad division, but that's pretty good. That's pretty good as a rookie first year. So. You know, why not kind of just, all right, and like you said, analyze what he could do, could do bad and get some pieces and give him a shot. And I think the only thing that'll be he'll have against him is if we go backwards next year. If we go 6-11 and 11 and he's not looking good, then I think it's, I think it's bye-bye Jalen, maybe bye-bye Nick even at that point, the way the NFL is lately. I mean, oh, it, well, I mean, it's, it's all of them to, to John's point. I think he said last, uh, when we did the, you know, the emergency podcast after they got their teeth <laughs> kicked in, like if, you know, if, and, you know, I, I, I feel like, you know, a lot of people, and I'll be the one that says like, you know, how he has a job for life. You, you have to feel like Jeffrey Laurie has to be able to also read the room and know, like, if I give this dude a contract extension before the, before the middle of next year, depending on what happens at the start of the year, it could get un- uncomfortable for me in the, in the, so he, he might, he might tell, you know, Howie, Hey man, we'll, we'll have a, we'll have a uh, conversation middle of the year and we'll, we'll have a check in and we'll, we'll see how things are going because to, to everybody's point, like if they don't look good next year, you just cut, 
you just fire everybody. You fire the G, the GMs on last year of his deal. Thanks for the thanks for the Super Bowl. You're gone. Fire uh, everybody. You pull Nick in and be like, hey man, it's just it's not working, bro. Good good luck on your next Swing job. Swing of the axe. Step in my and, office. Why? Because you're fucking fired. You're fucking fired. So, but, the axe. but I mean, you don't want to say, you don't want to be that team that's that's constantly firing coaches. I mean, but, think, think, think if you were a Giants fan or a Redskins, how uh, how sad you would be if you got to go eight and eight with a rookie quarterback and a rookie yeah. coach. But I mean, well, you know, how about if you're a Cowboys fan? Yeah. Like, as much as we love to watch the Cowboys lose, I mean, the hype, the way they played all season, like, yeah, they, they lost some games too, but the way they manhandled some teams, you're like, well, they're going to make a run. And then they just lay the goose egg the first game of the, and, and to the six seed, almost seven seed Niners, you're like, ooh. And then like, yeah, and really, what do you do? You lose Dan Quinn. Uh, who's your, who's going to be your defensive coordinator? You know, are you going to lose guys like Zeke and, and maybe trade them more? Like, and you're, you're 20 million, $21 million over the cap. Like for me, let them keep being shitty. That's great for us. Like I'm going to be, I'm going to be watching who the giants take as a head coach. Cause I think that's important. And NGM, you know, let's see who Washington gets as a quarterback with already Ron Rivera. And let's not forget like a pretty good defense. Like, we got to keep our eyes on our division. Yeah, so, I mean, I mean, you know, and that's what I was saying when we started arguing a couple of weeks ago about how I hate the Eagles and they're terrible and I hate, you know, fire them all. But the reality is, is I mean, every football team's number one goal, win your division, get a home playoff game. Yes. That is number one goal every year. So, and no, and this division still, I don't think in what, 10, 15 years has had back-to-back winners. We won it last year. Last year we won it, didn't we? No, no. Last year Washington won it. Because they played the Bucks. Yes. Cowboys went out this year. We won in 19. Um, so it's it's one of those that we're all right there. Like we're all within a couple games of each other. Cowboys kind of leaped ahead of us a little bit this year, you know, because they you know they just took off. But you know, if Washington gets Pickett and he's a player, or they they make a move for Deshaun, maybe like you don't like all right. Well, now mm-hmm. they got an elite defense and they got a quarter. They got a guy in it, like, and that's why. I think that's the other, you know, I can almost say fear for the Eagles is the rough goes to New York or, you know, if the, if the Redskins, you know, you can bring in Jimmy G and is a game manager for them. Like, all right, now they're kind of like us, a tough team on defense, got a quarterback that makes plays, makes. So I think that's why next year really is the, all right, what, what do we got? Because we, it, it could be at another, all right, or it could be a five and 12 year. And this is like, John, John can, John can drive off the bridge. We got to take John Sheep's Jeep keys because if we go five and Jesse's fire, Jesse's fire and the water boy. But I mean, it's as Jesse always says, and I get on him and you talk about Howie Roseman. And I said, he gets a chance to rebuild. This is the year. This is to my, in my opinion, like this is the year now that like, your draft picks got to hit, like he says. When Jesse says this, he's right. You got to hit on the draft picks. You got to hit on some of the free agents. And then you got to see improvement this year, or this is the perfect time to solve Jesse's problems and Justin Winheim's problems. Shout out to Justin Winheim, because I know there's a lot of people that want Howie Roseman gone. And if 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 that's the if that's what's gonna happen, that's what's gonna need to happen for those people to get what they want. Now, 
I'm I'm part of the people that kind of want to see him succeed. But listen, at the end of the day, everyone's accountable, right? And he's got to be held accountable for this. So well, it's, and, yeah, and and I want him to be accountable too because I don't want to be one of those joke franchises that's firing coaches and GMs every year or two. But yeah. I mean, if you if one goes, and this was the the conversation that we had. With even with Carson, it was should Doug go, should Carson go, should Howie go, and I think the consensus was they should all get one more year together, and if it doesn't work, they should all be fired. And now, granted, that didn't happen. The only one that survived was Howie, but hmm, but, but Jesse, you would agree now that we are in a better position. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, we, absolutely. We, but, the time machine, like I was like, I think this is what's going to happen. And John, don't forget to put in the crystals. <laughs> no, I mean, yes, yes, they're they're in a they're in a they're in a better spot now. And I mean, we would be in the situation now, Jesse, where it's like, oh, we're definitely firing Doug. We don't know what we have in a quarterback, and we don't have three first round picks. It's like, oh, Jesus. Yeah, no, it's 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 like you you're you're walking on the bridge with me and telling me not to jump on my my I, I'm just holding on. No, we, but yeah. one of us, each of us has one of the bobbleheads and we're both walking to the bridge together. We're just like, fuck it. <laughs> but I mean, and it, it does make sense though. Like if you're going to do it, you've got a clean break. It's got to all go because whatever GM you bring in is going to want to bring in his own coach and he's going to want his own input on whatever the quarterback is. I, I also think that if that time does come where they get rid of Howie, I don't think they hire an outside guy. I think they keep like an Andy Wydell or um, Tom Donahue or something like that. That's what I think they would do. Keep everything, get rid of Howie for the, the, the Howie hate and just keep the, you know, the disciple in there. My thought. I mean, you know, you know, has to be like a debacle for Howie to go. Like if Jalen is still like, if we had the same conversation next year, and or like here, now here's the scenario. Like if we're like seven and ten, six and eleven, eight and nine, don't make the playoffs. Jalen's like, eh, I don't think how Jeff, Jeff's going to pull the plug on Howie. I think Howie's going to say, I need a quarterback, and Jeff's going to say, go get one. And I, I really think for Howie to go next year, it's going to have to be a three or four win season. I don't maybe five. Sure. I think six wins or more, and he can pin this on Jalen and be like, well, now we have all the money we need to to try to get a Derek Carr maybe or Lamar Jackson. Cause I'm hearing that, you know, they're, they're on the fence now giving Lamar a big deal and he's getting pissed off down there about how he doesn't have a deal yet. So Bill, I think that's happening in a year, I guess is what I'm saying is maybe you grab two, cause two is going to like, I don't know what's going to happen after next year. So but the, I, think, gee, the, I think we have to be an absolute debacle shit show for how to get fired next year. But also don't forget, this is the last year of his deal. Like you're not going to give that dude a contract extension if they only get six wins. Like that I, will not you know, that I don't will think absolutely so, not play in Philadelphia. But it like won't. last year before the season started, like I was listening to Ray Diddy talk about how like Jeffrey to this day, and this is before this past season, which we made the playoffs this season. So that's also going to be a feather in Howie's cap that Je- Diddy was saying that like Jeffrey will walk people by in the building who haven't been in there to show them Howie's executive of the year award. Like it's his son. Like how 17 is like such has enshrined Howie with Jeff. I, like I said, I think 
It has to be literally like a mutiny of shitness next year. I think, I think Jeff's will, whether it's just before the season starts, during the season, I really, that would be my biggest shock of any Philly sports things next year, how he Roseman gets fired. And I'll say that now. I think I will, I, I would be more shocked over that. James Harden, Dame Lillard, Bradley Bill, but wouldn't shock me as much as, because just seeing this franchise and how Banner was here, he, he didn't win anything, how Andy was here, like, and I know that's a little different, whatever, but Howie, since Chip's gone, it's been five, five years, and we've been in the playoffs three of the five and won a Super Bowl. Like, and Jeff can look at the Giants. You know, he, you know, he looks at the Cowboys. They, like, and, I, and I think to John's point, as much as I can, a lot of times I say things about Howie just to get under John's skin. Uh, doing a great and, job with the final uh, I, I know how to push your buttons. I know if I, I think John's too happy today. I mean, I'm, I, you know, but kidding. It, like, I, I think, you know, like even like Green Bay, you know, up until recently when they let that guy Dorsey go, he was there for like 18 years. And it's like, I think in the NFL, like John said, it's careful what you wish for because there's a lot of, you know, the Giants have had, are paying three head coaches next year, you know. And it's and and they've had they've had I think they I think they've had like thirteen top ten picks and like the only and and even Saquon like has has he really worked out like right. they got nothing to show for like thirteen top ten picks the last like eight years like this so it's, it's the same like the first year too there hasn't been a lot of college coaches getting a look for the NFL too with eight openings I'm kind of surprised like yeah you've heard the Harbaugh right but then like I guess with Urban Meyer. The, the, that debacle. I think that literally like, pumped the brakes on a lot of it. I think because well, Urban Meyer is probably the second best college football coach in the last 25 years behind Saban. And he came up here and shit the bed. Wasn't like Lincoln Riley supposed to be like, you know. Yeah, the but he's, he, he's a Cliff Kingsbury on a better version of, of, like, of, like, a, of like a chip. His, his gimmick is his, his offense would not run. And, I mean, we're seeing it now with, with Cliff Kingsbury. They're talking about it. How even in college, he always ends the year shitty. Like he, like he lost five, five out of like seven games the last three years in Arizona. The same in college because he, he can't, he can't figure out like playing a team twice. Once they see him once, all right, we know what they do. They, they run the same 12, 13 plays like Chip. They, you know, you know, but in different formations like Chip did. And in NFL, you got a lot of smart guys on defense paid to figure you out. So I, you know, I think the urban thing, the chip thing, um, I think, and and how they come in and they want control over the roster. I think guys like that are, you know, say, well, if I'm going to come back to come to the NFL, I want my own roster. Uh, not so fast. There I guess Harbaugh really was like the best of them, right? And he at least went. I mean, I, he went from Stanford to the pros. Yeah, and they, and the Niners were good. Yeah, I mean, they were one play away from winning the Super Bowl. I mean, they were right there on the doorstep. That's right. I was going to say he was a su- he was in the Super Bowl, right? Because it, it was the so, brothers. Kaepernick. Here's, here's the for Kaepernick during this season. Yeah, Lincoln Riley was one of those guys, and what Lincoln Riley did was he parlayed that into getting the USC the the fuck you booster money out of USC. So his contract it's it's all rumors. But his USC contract is rumored to be $110 million for five years. USC buying his house in Norman for for $500,000. Yeah. 
Jeez, I feel over, like house- I'm what? sorry. I'm sorry. $500,000 over asking on his house in Norman. Okay. Buying him a $6 million house in LA for him to use. Got it. Okay. And then unlimited use of a booster's private jet 24 7. He has to beat one good team in Oregon every year to get to the Final Four now. Yeah. So, like, one. he'll be in the Final Four every year now because he'll win the Pac 12. He has to beat Oregon, and that's basically it to get to the, to get to the, so now he'll, and he's bringing USC. So, it's basically, you want to live in live in LA and and get your butthole licked by by Ivory Brewster, or do you want to coach the Houston Texans? Yeah, and and, it, and Bill, like to to your point on that, like Oklahoma's now going to the SEC, Texas is now going to the SEC. So like the pussy, he wanted no part of Saban, he wanted no part of Kirby Smart, no, he no part of Dabo. I mean, I know it's not the SEC, but he uh, he 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 is such a pussy. Well, he, he didn't want to. Well, because he knew he couldn't recruit against them. He couldn't, and he and he can't. His his you know his Chip Kelly flash offense wins games against inferior opponents. But when you play big boy defense, you know, I mean, I remember the, the, the Chip Kelly year, and I like Chip. I think Chip was is great for college. I think his like programs good for college kids, gets them like motivated, dedicated. But I watched that game, every play of that game against Cam and Auburn, and that Auburn defense treated them like a high school fucking team. They couldn't do shit against that because it's just – it's an NFL defense, basically, these guys have. So, I mean, and, Matt, go for the college football talk right now. And, and so he's and geared if up. Wasn't for, if it wasn't for them returning that field goal, the kick six, if it wasn't for that kick six, it's probably Alabama doing that to the to that Oregon team. No, I it, – it, 100%. I mean, it's – and so it, it just – you know, I, I, I relish – Watching Brian Kelly get his ass kicked every year by Georgia and Alabama and Florida because he's not going to do jack shit. He he is the epitome of not a big game coach, but no more college talk. Otherwise, might be three fit soon. (laughs) Matt's just I get get an education every time you guys talk college football. No, I just don't. It's it. I just don't retain it. It's like uh, it's like that class in high school that you just couldn't (laughs) stand going to. No, no, I hear you. No, it's, and I mean, I still watch it a little, you know, watch it, but it definitely doesn't give me the same feel like it did 10 years ago because, except, you know, there's some schools, whatever, but like you don't have guys that come in as freshmen and you watch them grow into a senior. It's like they're gone if they're good. So it just sucks because it's like, it's like college it, basketball. It is. And I, I used to love, I could probably name like the starting five on every top 25 team. When I was in like high school and college, I fucking loved college basketball. You know, watching these, like watching Kerry Tills coming in as a freshman, yeah. just grow year after year at Nova. Like I, I loved it. And then it just the one and done literally was the death, the, the headshot. Because that's like, why the tournament. That's why the tournament's so great. Is it really is because it's still the one time when a Coastal Carolina who does have four seniors who didn't go to a big time program can beat a Duke in round two because Duke's got four freshmen yep. and played in big games, but you got guys that are 21 year old physically dominant against 18 year olds. Like that's why college basketball still Mark Madness is the last like pure thing in college sports where small time schools like that's why that Butler they get team, the showcase. They get, it's a showcase. Team, if they would have beat Duke, was like the best thing for college basketball if they could have won that Duke game. They show a non – I mean, that, that that run got them into the Big East two years later with Brad Stevens. 
But that's what college basketball needs is to have, you know, the you know the uh, in, uh, who, who's uh, uh, Shaka Smart's old team, uh, the team in the, the team in uh, Virginia. Fuck, what the team did he coach? Um, God, what the fuck was that team he coached? But anywho, like they got to the Elite Eight, almost got to the Final Four. Like, like there's still that chance for you to do that, and it just makes it fun. It's why it's a madness because it's you know. And then and then who was that one seed that lost two years ago for the first time? Was it Kansas that lost for the first time ever? The one seed, I think. I forget who it was. I think but it, it was finally happened. It, it finally happened, and it was like in 80 years it never happened. It's like that's why you fill out the fucking bracket and go, you know, and just you know. Yep. You don't go chalk always, but yeah, no, it's uh, you know we're gonna have we're gonna have to do a forfeit bracket in a month or so. Absolutely, the tournament. It's coming I'm, around. I have to get some inside tips because yeah, they're getting ready. The it's uh, yeah, no, it's getting close. But even like, even like when I'm watching a little bit now, it's like I don't know any of these fucking players. Oh, he's a McDonald's high school American. Can't dribble, but he can jump through the roof and he can shoot threes. Oh, that's great! Because I mean, that's really you know, I I I could have a whole episode in this podcast about how AAU basketball destroyed American basketball, how it's literally teaching the me me me. I don't care about you. I'd rather score twenty eight and lose. Basically, it's the Jason Tatum of the world because that's all you hear about now out of Boston. It's Tatum would rather score thirty two and lose than score fifteen and win because he's about his, and that's why him and Brown aren't winning, dude. Like, that's why Marcus Smart goes crazy with them all the time because he don't care. Oh, I, I got my 28, but we didn't win. Well, you guys, you guys got to play better. Like, and that's, you know, and that's – I don't want to bring that's up – that's, that's why these guys have to go, like, team up with one another. Yep. Yeah, no, I mean, for real, I mean, Boston, I mean, I, I think they're, like, 22 and 23. Like, they're not even in playoffs as of right now. And, they, and, and you have Jalen Brown and, and Jason Tatum – two top 20 wing players in the NBA and you're not even in, in a playoff yet. Like that's terrible. Like that's terrible. Like a lot of X sixer players on that Boston team right now too. Al Wolford's their starting center. Yeah. He was always a Celtic to me though. Yeah. That's crazy that, that. It, like DeMarco Murray. <laughs> he was um, always a cowboy. Basically. <laughs> I hate it. No, it's, it's true. Like that was crazy. Well, I, well that's because Frank Gore fucking dissed us. Yeah, signed the deal, and then like, 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 nah, I'm out. Oh, I got to pee in a cup before practice every time. Nah, I'm out. You know, so, I, I yeah. wonder too, like, you know, that Jalen Brown thing. Like, I mean, would he? He's another one. I mean, with Ben Simmons, as of now, they, trade him. As of now they. And and if we ever did a deal, because I, I I don't. I pick the tires on Jalen Brown. I I nah. I'd rather fucking take the idea and Fox or somebody. I don't ever want to deal with the Celtics again. And we, they fleeced us enough on the Fultz deal that I, I, I can't stomach trading with our rivals. Like, I just can't that's, do it. That's fair when you think about the Fultz and then, yeah, and then Al Horford. You're like, yeah, yeah. I guess. Good. We paid out, like, their deal. Like, I remember when I think it's bad was, enough that it's the Celtics, but it's – but then it's Danny Ainge on top of like, it. Like Bill Simmons, when it happened, was like upset because he liked it. Obviously, Celtics fan and liked Horford. They offered him like a four-year, forty million dollar deal. We offered like four years, eighty-nine million. Like we offered like more than twice. And he's like, "Good luck with that, Philly." Like a guy on one leg, you're paying fucking near max money to like. And it's that's like why like, it's like Schroeder. You know, <laughs> it's talk about a guy who didn't take the contract when he should have. Should fire him. Same thing. Nerlens Noel turned down four years, eighty million. Because he wanted five years, a hundred and some million. 
Mark Cuban said, fuck yourself. And then he played for Mark Cuban next year, one year of $2 million, like the league minimum. Yeah. I mean, he got paid by the Knicks now, I guess, a couple years later, a little bit. but um, That was his agent, though, that did that to him. Well, I mean, I think Noel could have been like, hey, I want the deal, you know, if he really wanted it. It's he, But, you know, these guys, and you're right, though. I mean, these agents are like, no, man, hold out, hold out. And it's just like, when's enough enough? Like, I get it. Get your bag, get your chicken when you can. Yeah. But, you know, it, it's – and you're right, Jesse. These agents put put this false sense of, oh, you're better than man. You know, you're worth that five year, $100 million. It's like, well, that one extra year worth risk, risking $80 million that they're putting on the table – and that's the game you play, I guess. And, you know, it's, I mean, because like now the Lakers, because with the Lakers, I mean, they might, might not even make the playoffs. And they got to pay Russ $45 million this year. And he makes $47 fucking million next year. $47 million for Russ. And he's literally 156 out of 157 in qualified three-point shooters. And he's 93 out of 94 in qualified free-throw shooters. Like, He's getting 47 fucking 43 this year and 47 next year. Ask me if I feel bad for the Los Angeles Lakers. Matt, do you feel bad for the Los Angeles Lakers? No. Oh, there you go. No. No, I mean, and that's, I mean, and Anthony Davis is a big, big deal for them. He's hurt. You don't want to play through injury. Like they're, I heard today they were talking about it that the the Lakers, the Lakers, sorry to cut you off. The Lakers remind me of like, when you're playing NBA 2K or whatever, and you're putting like a dynasty roster together of like guys that are like big names, but they're like over the hill. Like it's the real life, like NBA 2K, like, like custom, custom lineup. Sorry. Go ahead, Bill. No, you're, no, you're fine. It, it's just something like LeBron. Well, no, like Anthony Davis has missed. Like, I think that he's missed like 28 or 40 some games. And they're saying that these injuries he has, like, you can play through. But he's a total diva now since they won the ring in the bubble, which is a bullshit since ring. Since he won, he's a different guy, right? Like, it's insane. Like, he had, like, I guess he had, like, a sore foot the one game and he wouldn't play. And he makes 40-some million dollars. And he had, like, a, a like, and then, and I mean, and he has a, a couple more serious injuries now. But, like, they, like, regret that deal. And that's what happens when, you know, the, you know, I mean, we had it with the Al Horford deal. We have it with the Ben deal now, obviously. It's like you pay these young 25-year-old guys $35, 3000000 dollars. They don't give a fuck about the game anymore. And that's they're, the difference. They're like, about their brand. It's their and brand. And, and that's the difference between to kind of like loosely tie the beginning of this pod, this episode together with, with now, like towards the end of it is, John, you were like, what's Brady care about another, you know, or another ring? It's another ring. Like – like he cares. We're, we're seeing few and like less and less of the guys that have that mom, that true Mamba competitive, just like cold ice in, in the veins, like competitive, like, um, you know, attitude and spirit. And, you know, it's like, he loves he, the game. He just loves playing the game. And that's just, why like, they, they just love competing. Like that's what I'm being like, you know, I, I put him up there with like, like MJ. It's like, Okay, like MJ literally played basketball until he, like, pretty much couldn't couldn't fucking jump anymore. Couldn't jump. Those those, those brutal. Whenever anybody chose Iverson crossing him up, it's like Jesus Christ. Jesse could have crossed him up those years. He couldn't even jump. He couldn't even do power layups. It was like, come on now, like that Iverson one. Oh, that Iverson got some Jordan. It's like, can, can you watch Jordan? He's fucking coughing from cigar smoke halfway through the uh, Iverson crossover because he was in Atlantic yeah. City all night. 
gambling. It's like, come on now. But that's then he's, but then he's, but like, that's the thing though, Bill. It's like he'll leave the basketball court, go to the casino, then go to the golf course, then go. You know, it's like the competitiveness never turns off. It never. If he, if he lived, lived in this Twitter age, oh my god! Oh god, dude. He'd, he'd be in jail. He'd well, be, also, yeah. imagine if he didn't retire. Like if he didn't get pushed to retire, or whatever, whatever. Oh, you yeah, say. oh yeah, no, because I mean, he 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 got. There, there's no way he walked away when he could have four or five peated. I mean, he hundred percent got pushed out by David Stern. That was his penance. You got to go away for two years. And that the is- only reason why, like a guy like Brady again is doing it, is just because his offensive line. Like, if if he couldn't, if he couldn't get protection, <coughs> I mean, he wouldn't be playing. Like, you know, no, what I mean? our shitty D line got to him four times. Right, four sacks. Our right. shit pegs. But like, I mean, they also lost two of their starters. No, the, you're right. They, they yeah. you know, 100. You know, but you saw he was like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna go down." I'm not, you know, I'm not gonna scramble. But, but could yeah. you also argue like, so like Michael never did the I need to go to another team like a super team, right? Could you argue that like Tom Brady basically did like what LeBron did? I wanted you. To, I want to comment to that and let you guys other guys. He absolutely know. did. They brought that up. No, you're wrong. Because Bill Belichick cut Tom Brady, and that's what they were talking about today on uh, on um, fucking what show was it? About how that fueled Tom Brady so much when Bill Belichick said to him, "Like you're not our guy anymore." Like that's like known in New England. Like Belichick cut Brady basically. Like, well, I mean, the, the the but I mean. It is what it is. Like he wasn't going to keep winning in, in New England. That team... because he had no weapons, and that's what it, how it started. Tom went to Bell at supposedly went. To, yeah, that's what it was on the ringer. Bill Simmons was talking about it, and he's a huge Boston guy. Him and Rosillo were saying Bell, Brady went to to Kraft, basically over Belichick's head. Was like, I need fucking weapons. I can't win. I can't beat Mahomes with our weapons. Belichick was like, You're not our guy anymore. It's not, it's not weapons. We need a younger quarterback. Bray said, fuck you. I'm not done. I'll go somewhere else. And that's when he was smart. He said, I mean, he can go anywhere he wants. And, oh, I'll play with Mike Evans, uh, Chris Godwin, Bruce Arians. You know, I'll bring A.B. to town. Like, I'll get Gronk yeah, to isn't town. That, isn't, that the, isn't that basically – well, I guess if you're saying because he got cut, he had no He didn't want to leave. Like, they, they still claim. Like, you can read, like, find that the Bill Simmons cast. He didn't want to go. He, he just wanted better weapons. And Belichick was like, it's our system. This is how we do things. And if you don't like it, there's the door. And Bray's like, all right, that's the door. Go fuck yourself. Like, I'm out. And so, and, and because Bill thought he was cooked. Bill thought he was going to, he, he, he kind of was turning into Peyton. But when, you, when, when he's throwing the ball to Jacoby Myers and a, and a hurt Julian Edelman against Patrick Mahomes, what the hell is he going to do? How are you going to beat Ty Hill and Travis Kelsey? Like, and so he was smart. He said, he said screw the AFC. They got too many good teams. I'll go. Well, I think he was point, pretty close. He's like, who do I got to beat in the NFC? I got to beat Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson if, he, if he's in it. I, I could beat those fools all day. And he did it last year to A-Rod in his building, embarrassed him with Scotty fucking Miller. And, and you know, and it, it was just – it just shows that, like – I mean, you, like, you don't know in sports. I mean, he, 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 he could have gone to Tampa and been a bust. And be like, oh, my God, what a waste for Tampa. How do you do that? And what's or wrong? He could have, yeah, or he could have went. He could have went and got took a bad blindside hit, and hundred percent could have been lights out. You don't yeah. know. And, and it That's just, the other he, part of it too, Matt. Like 
like we talk about like our so what great you want another ring but is it worth like you know being paralyzed you know like that is it worth that? i think i think these guys don't think that i i don't i don't think they think like that i think Part of me thinks that if they think, and all that bullshit, like where you don't need yeah, it, you know, yeah, they think it's, it's not gonna, they don't, they don't think they, it doesn't come up. It's not a thought in their head. You know, it's like, it's like these motocross guys that launch their fucking bodies, you know, 10 stories in the air and do 90 goddamn flips. They think that they're going to land every single time. There's always a chance that they're not going to land. <laughs> And Brady did an interview last year at the Super Bowl, and they were like, are you going to hang it up? And he was like, no, nah, no, nah, I remember seeing it on one of the channels. And he's like, he's like, I, I, I like the limelight. He's like, because when you stop playing, they stop talking about you. And he's like, I, I like kind of being in front of the cat. Like, he's like, he admitted he, he likes being a star. And he's yeah, like, I mean, look at, look, at Drew, look at Drew Brees. Drew Brees, like, you could tell he didn't want to stop playing. His body said, you're done. And, yeah, you I mean, know, he had that collapsed lung when he came back to play. Last year, and he's 41 with a collapse. Whatever they, that's I don't know if it, I don't know if it was that, but he had a pretty pretty serious injury last year, where he missed some time, and he came back. And I remember seeing there, they were like, if he gets hit crazy, like he could be like in a wheelchair, like or like or not wheelchair, but they were like he could be fucked up. So it's you know right, dude. It's like you have a couple hundred million dollars to your name. You got anything, everything you can buy in the world. Like you want to be in a wheelchair for your retirement, you know, where you can't play golf, you can't go fishing, you got you need like. So I think you're right. It's, you know, it's, you know, he could be the first guy to win a bowl at 45, but you know, he, he could be 51, not being able to hold a fork to eat his own dinner because his hands are so full of arthritis from all the injections he takes every game to play. So it's. And I'm just like, as a football fan, I'm kind of like, I've seen Tom Brady do it all. Like if he wins another one, am I going to be surprised? Like, no, I'm kind of like, all right, dude, like, what more do you need? Like, that's what my whole thing was starting right, off. Right. He's like a cheat code. Yeah, but like cheat code and he's done it. Like, it's not <laughs> like, oh, he d- he's doing it now without, you know, I don't know, an offensive line or he's doing it without a head coach or, you know what I mean? Like, there's no like, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm fumbling my words, but there, there's not like a, a – There's no a, incentive a, for him to really – It's almost like when you beat Super Mario Brothers – 10 fucking times. It's like, what's the 11th time? Like good, good analogy, man. I never, yeah, beat, well, but, I've it, only but, it, but it's like, it, it's like that. Yeah. But, but the last time you did it, you did it blindfolded. Like now, yeah. now what can you do? Like, yeah, or, or do it like with like my opposite hands or I, like, right. you know what I mean? My hands crossed or like, like would, would any of you guys be impressed if he won this year? Like everyone would be like, Oh my God. Like he's so old. He's how is he still doing it? Like okay, yeah, well, it's just it'd be like just, he takes care like, of his body. Like he takes care of his body. I think it makes. I think it. I think it. I think it. Uh, it makes old fucks like us feel feel a little bit, a little bit more young. He's saying that I'm 41 and I try to put my socks on some mornings and I'm like I can't reach my foot. My back hurts. <laughs> and it's yeah, like, like what is you about John? He, like, you know, everybody claims that Mahomes is the next goat. Well, he beat him at 44. He beat him. Yeah, you know, I mean that. I mean. Comparing comparing him to that, no, I'm and, saying and, though, like screen. No, I'm saying that I'm saying that as for an accomplishment, like all you know, his first year in Tampa, everybody hears, oh, it's Mahomes league. Brady's out of the AFC now. It's going to be on Mahomes, Mahomes, Mahomes. What did he do? 
He beat Mahomes in the biggest game. Right. So he, he that, beat everybody. But that, everybody. that wasn't a reason for me be, to be impressed. The reason for me to be impressed was he left, went to another team, and with and that and in that whole year was able to win the Super Bowl. Like that was the okay. You want like to your point earlier, like all right, Belichick, you want to cop me? Go fuck yourself. Watch this. Yeah. And he did that. So like now what? Now he's got to go back to back. Oh great. Oh what are you? Are you th- the first ever to three p? We already did that too. It's like I you know. did back to back. Like I mean, you did. You done it three times. We've already we've already started discussing this before we hit record. The the winner of the Bills Chiefs game is go, is going to win the chip. Am 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 I right, Bill? I I mean I personally feel that I, I mean unless unless there's an injury to like Tyree Kill or Kelsey if they win or Stephon Diggs gets hurt or something for the Bills. Or COVID, or COVID them down. Man, I don't know, but I, I gotta tell you what though, and I'll say this truthfully. I thought Brady had a chance to beat KC in, the, in that game, but I didn't think there was any way they were going to do it. And they didn't just beat him. They embarrassed him in that, in that game. And Brady, I, I mean, I know defense was a big part of shutting Mahomes down, but Brady, he was surgical in that game. Well, let me ask you this. On top of that, if it's chiefs Bucks again, are you going to be stoked for the Super Bowl? A little bit. Because it's – I don't know. I, that's I, I think it's uh I think it's yeah, just like any big rematch, you know. Uh I I'm trying to think of the the good a good boxing analogy. Cavs Warriors. Cavs Warriors, uh, Bulls, Bulls Jazz back to back years, Bulls, you know. Jazz. Jazz, yeah. You know, that kind of came back. Celtics, 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 Lakers. Look at that, like back even back then. It's like there's two teams that dominated the sport. It's like it, you know, to your point, John, it's like how boring must the must the NBA have been if you were uh, a Cavaliers fan in the '80s, knowing that you had no shot in hell? It was either the Lakers or the Celtics. But every year they made it in, they made it interesting. The, 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 then the Pistons come along in the late '80s. They had the bad boy, the bad boys. They, they just uh, Isaiah Thomas just told just just told Bill Lambeer to go punch everybody. I just expect that's where the warlock origins are. Fucking deep, deep roots seated right, right, right out bad boys. One of us in some capacity has Bill Lambeer bloodline in us somehow. We don't know, or or Rick Mahorn somehow. Somehow, as an NFL fan, though, I just like now that my team's out of it, like, and I look forward to the Super Bowl. Like, I, as a fan, selfishly want to see. Like I'd like to see like a Josh Allen, or I'd like to see Aaron. Oh, yeah, I'd love to see the Bills. I'd love to see the Bills go. I mean, I that's who I was rooting for last year. I'd like I'm to see Aaron Rodgers just win and go out into the sunset. Like that's that's the stuff that like I want to see. I'm kind of not rooting for. I kind of don't. And I respect his game. I, I'll. I mean, I will never diss his. You know, I will never diss his eliteness as a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Who? But, but A. Roberts rubs me the wrong way and always has. I can't. Oh, uh, yeah. I can't. Or, or, like, yeah, but you don't understand my point. Like, I'm looking like, staff. No, it's greatness. Like, well, yeah, but that, that aside, like, if you get to the Super Bowl, right, you're a pretty good team anyway. But I'm talking, like, from a selfish NFL fan that wants to watch a Super Bowl, I want an interesting game, and I want I want sort of, like, a storyline or something. Like, last year was Brady do the box. Can he do it? And face, like, the new kids in town, right? This year, I want to see, like, is this think, the end of Rogers? Is this is this uh, you know 
is this Sean McVay's, you know, coming out party? I think, I think the Bills, I think the Bills would, I think the Bills is your team that you're looking for, John. I think that's the story, the narrative that you're. Got Sean McDermott, you know, one of Andy's guys. I mean, but think about last year for Brady. Goes to North, I mean, all road wins, but I mean, minus the Redskins, beats Drew Brees' ass in New Orleans, beats Aaron Rodgers' ass in Green Bay, then beats Mahomes' ass in the Bowl. Now, it was in Tampa, so he had a little bit. I mean, he went through the, the top three dogs in football to get yeah. to that ring. And then he'll go, and this year, have to do it again. He'll have to go through, not Matt Stafford, but he'll have to go through A Rod probably, and then Allen or, or Mahomes again. So. But, you know. but, like, back to my original comment, too, like, the LeBron angle of his, like, he also did get the pick where he wanted to go. Yeah, no, he did. I mean, what you know, NFC team? What I mean, NFC team has the best chance of stopping Brady to get back to the Super Bowl? Aaron Rodgers. I, mean, I think I think both the Rams and the, uh, the Packers have a good shot to beat him. I mean, their offensive line's banged up. Um, their defense is a little bit of suspect in the secondary. Um, they got their linebackers great. They get good push up front with Vita Vea, but like. Yeah, Brady's Brady, but I mean, again, like I'm, I have Brady uh, fatigue. No, you do. I, 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 I mean, I want to be talking to the Rams win, and we, and we can do predictions if you guys want, real quick. But I, I'm not bad on Matt Stafford against Tom Brady. I think the only thing that can stop them is like a San Fran or a Green Bay. Like if San Fran beats Green Bay and they're they're humming, they can. Yeah, they can you're yeah. also comparing. You're saying can Matt Stafford beat Tom Brady? I'm saying can. Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, and that defense be Tom Brady, right? Not with not probably not with a, a healthy Tampa Bay line. No, you no. Know, I mean, it's it, it's one of those that you know, it's 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 you know that, it, that that's a big you know a, a a big you know a big question mark. You know, it it just uh, you know I, I I think with you know with Tom Brady until somebody beats him like every year, it's like until you beat the man, it's tucked up to bed against the man. Something about that Rams defense last night. They were like, they were just like going after guys. Like they looked but fast. That kind of it was the same thing with the Eagles though. Like they just smelled blood in the water. They knew Kyler was off, and they just like they went for the kill. That ain't gonna happen to Tom Brady. But again, you're right. I mean, I won't be talking if they lose, he loses. But just, Brady's not gonna be too big in that moment. He's gonna again physically he can maybe get beat because yeah. have a legit team. I, I know how good. The Rams defense can be, but I'm not putting any chips on Matt's on Matt Stafford. And and they play different on the road. They, they all year they've been you know it, they, they've been a different road team. They, they don't play consistent. And that's their one downfall. And like I said, put comes to shove if it's you know. Swing it too. So no. like, What's up? What was that, John? I said he like Stafford likes to fucking sling it. He he. That's what I like about him. And with Odell and and competent, like he and and then Van Jefferson kid, like he just lets it rip. Go get it. He, get, he likes to take too many big hits for a pocket guy. He t- he takes too many hits. Yeah. No, I mean I mean the Rams essentially run the ball 50-50. so it, it's like anything else. When the Rams can't run, it's like the Eagles. When you put it on Stafford's shoulders, good luck. Yeah. That's going to be the big thing. If if you got to have Stafford win the game, I'm not. I wouldn't bet the Rams, but. If they can run the ball in the box, which is doable, it's not impossible. Then they have a real shot to win. You know, I think it. I mean, right now it, it opened up at two and a half, which is a low line. That's up to three, which is basically a pickup game. It's a coin flip when you get when you when it's that. It's literally the little Vegas saying, "Flip a coin," because this is a 50-50 game. Yeah, and I think that's pretty realistic. It's just if you want to put money on Matt Stafford, good luck with that. 
So, yeah. you know, but now, I mean, it's, it, but like John likes to say, any given Sunday, it, you, you don't know. It's Tom could throw a ball, hit somebody with the helmet, and hurt his hand in the first series. Hand gets fucked up. You know, I mean, it's. You know, that's why we tune in every Sunday. You probably love it. So, what are the games on Saturday? Saturday or Tuesday or well, so whatever. Saturday's four and eight, and then Sunday's. Oh, you want to know the actual? The yeah, yeah, yeah. It's four thirty and eight thirty on Saturday, and then it's three and six thirty on Sunday. Is what they always do. The Saturday games, you got Bengals and Titans at four thirty, and okay. then you got at that's Saturday an interesting. Night, that's an interesting game too. The Bengals won a playoff game 31 years ago was against the Houston Oilers, which is the Tennessee Titans. Yeah. A fan called in about that. And, but Derrick Henry should be playing, though, which is crazy. He's back. That's crazy. Right. The How good is he going to be? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. No, uh, it's, it's a big game for Joe Burrow, I'll tell you that. But, and Mike Vrabel's 8-0 when he's had more than a week to prepare for a team, the old Andy stat. So, and then your night game is a, a vintage – Vintage NF, NFC uh, uh, game with uh, the Niners against the Packers. Man, I think the Niners, if they get if they get Nick Bosa back and Fred Warner, that could be a closer game than people think it might be. I think if because they 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 they, they can man they they got a nasty D line in San Fran like they, like Jesse brought up last this episode. They hit on a lot of those first round picks in that D line. Those were all hit 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 hit. Like they are deep, you know, but their weakness is a secondary, which plays in Aaron's hands. So it's, it's, you know, I wouldn't bet against Aaron. I think. Well, can the Packers D handle Debo? Can they handle Elijah Mitchell? I mean, that kid's a six round stud. I mean, he's seven yards a carry. Like he gets the ball and he, he don't go down. So no, I, I I think both games, any, any four of those teams can win. I, I think every game, I think there's no game that's like, Oh, I think Tennessee probably, I think, has the best edge because I think the Bengals have a terrible O-line and Tennessee has a really good D-line and linebackers. Um, and, and I think it just – but again, bet again, their secondary is really suspect. And Jamar Chase and T. Higgins, man, those boys can fly. Yeah. Like Joey, Joey B, man, I, it, it's – you know, so he's not hard because he, he was the number one pick. I love hearing all those guys. Oh, he only had one good year at LSU, and this and he was a system. He had Jamar Chase and Jefferson. Well, not Jamar Chase again. <laughs> so good luck stopping that. It's just nice to see a number one pick like that. You know, actually pan. You know, pan out and go and Matt go to the playoffs and be like a an integral part. You know, what I mean, it's not like he's a lineman. He's a. Lineman. Even that game for them. I mean, their their defense is suspect. Their O line is terrible. Like he moves the pocket, like, and that's why I guess I'm just like jealous of like not having a guy that like, man, this is the guy, like, and that's and that's why I hate number eleven so much because I thought we had him in that like after that first two years, it's like, man, we got a guy, like, we got a guy. I forgot Joe Burrow is like he's already twenty, he's twenty five, like he's older than you think he is because of the you know his. Because he played four years of college, didn't he? Exactly. Well, yeah, but he also transferred from Ohio State to LSU. Yes. Yeah, but he, I think he went into college. Well, was he like a little older, like eighteen? Little, yeah, like J- Jalen Hurts went into college young. Like that's why I think it's so silly that some people are so real. You know, oh, he's you know they make this assumption that he's old when some of these quarterbacks coming out are older than him. 
Yeah, because you know what? They probably hear, oh, he played a fifth-year graduate transfer, so oh, now he's like, you know, so they hear that and they, they, they don't realize, you know. But, yeah, no, Joe, he's one of those guys like a Josh Allen. And I actually would put Joey because, you know, he, he was like third in a lot of like quarterback stats this year. He, he's just fun to watch. Yeah. Like, he just knows how to like throw the ball and he like just doesn't make bad decisions with the ball most of the time. It's, it's, if you're a Bengals fan, you got a lot to be excited about. Like if they can, if they can, uh, you know, get a defense together a little bit and get an open, like they need an O line. Like no, that's what I'm saying. Trade Dillard to them for Tyler Boyd, John. They don't need Tyler Boyd. He's their slot receiver. That's what the Eagles need is a guy like that. Well, that's what I mean, Bengals don't need a bad offensive line. Oh, that's your boy. How how does it take bad guys in the first round? Who he doesn't even interview, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, we don't need to interview a guy for our first round pick. Just trade. Him. That we trade up for. Oh, go, my bro. God. He's on his Because Houston wanted him, didn't they, Jesse? We wanted to get ahead of Houston. That's apparently the Houston wanted him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Zach Tyler from selling us all that bullshit. When are we going to fucking fire Howie? I'm done with that that guy. You want to know who's playing on Sunday? Oh, well, yeah. It's got to be the, the Bucks. Rams Rams and Bucks at 3. And then Bills Chiefs at 6.30. I heard a stat Get your popcorn ready. Get your popcorn ready. Six thirty. I don't. I could be wrong, but I thought I heard a stat that Brady's never lost a playoff game at one o'clock in his career. Well, he's playing at three, so. So it's not that. But last week I heard that stat before the game. I'm like, well, that's not a good stat for the Eagles. He's like nine and zero in one o'clock games or something in the playoffs. I, that could be wrong. I could have. That could have been a, a different stat. I heard. I don't. Don't quote me on that one, but. I, I like, kind of want the Rams to win that game just so I can be excited for the Super Bowl. Yeah, you're pretty anti-Brady. Yeah, I, like I said, I, I don't pound at home. I'm just – I have the fatigue. I'm, what else do you need to do, dude? It's like – Well, by next episode, hopefully, John's Brady fatigue won't matter. Hopefully. Matt's bills are being in it still. My The bills will be in it. And – uh and we'll we'll still have uh, exciting football to watch, even though our our, our Eagles are out of it. Um, and we'll see. I mean, all right, hold on, Matt. You got the you got the Bills. Bill, right. who, who do you got? Yep, I have the Bills. I'm rooting all the way. Oh, who do I think is going to win? Yeah, all the way. I think Chiefs are going to win. Okay, Jesse, who you got? Uh, the Bills. I got. I'm going Rams. Oh God! Okay. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say this though. I'm gonna say this though. It just because I. 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 I, I, want, I, I got the Bills. I got the Bills. But if I will be very happy if the Chiefs win it again because I love Big Red. Oh fuck that! I miss Andy Reid. You can eat a dick. He got one Super Bowl and get fucked. Did you see what Big Red said today? Something about like a chocolate a chocolate cake is like something, and they're like it's playoff time. Andy's talking about cake. I love it. <laughs> I love it. So good. Did he have his Hawaiian shirt on? Whatever, that and the, part, and the trash bag with the KC painted on it. The, Dude, <laughs> yeah. if he wins a su- another Super Bowl, which he probably will, it's going to be like so depressing because like that was our guy, right? The thing was, if he was still here and got us Mahomes, like Mahomes was the third quarterback taking that. Look, think, look so you like, can't be mad. We were all, we were all, Andy's got, he's outstayed his welcome. It's time to move on. It, we we can't be we can't be mad we can't we we can't be depressed we just just be happy for him. Nah, I don't know. I think I think a lot of that 
that decision. Well, that's another episode. I don't want. We'll talk about that again another time. We'll talk about it next week. <laughs> I, I I can't look at that stupid Alan Iverson shirt he got on for another second either. We got to end this episode. Oh God, throw my dinner. Ah, Jesse, please end it. Go birds. <laughs>